Hi, and welcome to the Joyous to Be podcast. I'm your host, Dasha, and I'm so happy to have you here. Okay, imagine the life where you feel excited as you wake up every morning, where you love what you do and you feel inspired and you love the people you're going to interact with, where you feel safe and confident and calm and peaceful and happy and joyous to just be and live and explore this beautiful life, looking forward to miracles that you know are on their way to you, where you trust God and are ready to co-create your amazing life with the universe, leading your people to a better, high-quality, abundant life full of magic. This is where I'm going, and on this podcast, I share with you what I learned on my way there. How to fall in love with yourself and how to believe in your dreams. How to build beautiful relationships with people around you. How to set healthy boundaries and how to stay sane and learn to trust your gut. How to shift through fears and let things be easy. And many, many more things we need to master on our way to that beautiful life. Are you coming with me? Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. I'm recording this episode the same day I recorded the previous episode. I am on a roll. And this is what happens when you give yourself time to rest and then you just keep going because you get inspired. So I was editing the previous episode right after recording it. So I recorded an episode, edited it, and now I'm recording the second one. How cool am I? Oh my god. So what was I talking about? Oh, oh, I was editing this episode and remember the part where I said that I would want to record more often and to post episodes on this podcast more often than I do and I don't and I don't know why. And as I was editing it, I was thinking like my coach said to me the other day that you know, you always know. When you say you don't know, you actually know, but for some reason you are either not aware of it or you just avoid looking at it or like, you know, there is something like that. There is always a reason why you know, but but think or tell yourself or tell others that you don't know. Right? Right. And so as I was editing, I thought that I actually know, like if I knew like Tony Robbins likes asking all the time. When he hears, I don't know from somebody, he says, okay, you don't know. But if you did know, what would it be? <laughs> and so I asked myself that. If I did know, what would it be? And then I remembered about one more thing that I worked through. I don't remember where I picked it up. So I've heard about this exercise somewhere. And I did this exercise in my diary where I was asked to be like 100% honest about my selfish reasons of why I started my business, why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I want to coach, why this is exactly the way I want to make money. Like my, I can even say selfish reasons. Like if we put aside all this desires to do good and inspire others, like what is in it for you? And this is a very cool practice. I would recommend you do this uh, in your diary when you have time. 
just ask yourself why, what is the selfish reason why you started in the first place. And so I decided to do that uh, about my podcast. I decided to ask myself why do I have the Joyous To Be podcast? And like my reasons were different in the beginning. I wanted to do all my content just in English because I had this limiting idea that Russians don't understand spiritual growth and personal development. And then I was like, but I can't not make content in Russian because I have people who I love, who I want to share this information with. And so I had two podcasts and two YouTube channels. And then it turned out to be that Russians actually get it. And I had more clients and more listeners in my Russian-speaking community than in my English-speaking community. And after some time, I decided to stop creating as much content in English as I do in Russian because two years ago, I was translating everything. I was creating content in English and then translating it into Russian or I was creating content in Russian and then translating it into English and it was killing me. It was so much work. And so, yeah, uh, I decided at some point that I'm just going to keep my podcast in English and then everything else I will do in Russian. Like I have a YouTube channel in Russian. I have two podcasts, one solo podcast and one podcast that I host with my sister in Russian. And I have a blog in Russian. And yeah, and in English, I have basically just this podcast. And sometimes I write in my blog. And so my reasons for having this podcast changed. Because when I decided that my main audience speaks Russian... The reason for having this podcast became to just keep practicing English. Because ever since I stopped streaming on Twitch, I stopped having uh, that much practice. And since I live in Russia and like my communication during the day happens in Russian, it was very important for me to practice speaking English. Because I love English, English is my life, I read in English, I think in English, I dream in English, like I live in English <laughs> in Russia and I have a lot of practice in listening and reading and writing, I keep my journal in English every day, but speaking, not so much. And this was my selfish reason for keeping this podcast, because I wanted to practice English. And so when I was editing the previous episode, I thought, how about I make it easier for myself and I make it serve my most, you know, selfish purpose, <laughs> my most selfish reason. And how about I try to record every day? instead of every week because if it when it's every week then like I look at it as a job as something that I need to do to create content blah 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 and if I just take one brilliant idea that I want to share that like that I find fascinating and I share it with you and then like maybe I record, I don't think I will be recording every day, but we'll see, maybe I will enjoy the process and then you will get um, like five 
or six amazing ideas in one episode instead of three, which is not so bad, right? Although I'm thinking about how long the episodes will be. Anyway, the main idea is to keep me happy and enjoying the process. So yeah, I decided that why not try to record a short piece of content with an amazing idea that I heard during the day, every day, and then combine the recordings and have just one recording and post it every week. So, and I feel excited about this, although I have the emotional authority in my human design, so maybe tomorrow I will wake up and think, oh my god, what have I done? This is not working, this is not what I want, but I decided to give it a try. Funny story about human design, actually. I didn't know the time when I was born, and my mom didn't remember. She had it written down somewhere in a notebook, and like she was, they were building a house, and then they were moving, and then there were a lot of boxes to unbox, and they like took their time, you know. And for a long time, I did not know the time when I was born. I mean, like, I was never interested, and she knew, but then when I got interested in human design, my mom lost that notebook, so. And we took the approximate date, and for a long time, I thought I had sacral authority, which is, like, if you're not familiar with human design, when you have sacral authority, I'm not sure, actually, I'm... I'm maybe butchering the terms, like I can't remember exactly how it's called in English. But if you have sacral authority, uh, you wait for your inspiration. Like, and when you feel, when you have this idea that is like, oh my God, I want to do this right now. This is so exciting. It's what you should do. You should listen to it. You should trust that. Like, this is your guidance wait for an inspired action and then act on it. When you have the emotional authority, it's different. It's like when you receive this, oh my God, you need to wait. You need to sit with it. You need to, you know, sleep with it. (laughs) You need to take your time. And if the emotions come down and you still want it, then you act on it. If the emotions come down and you're like, oh my God, what have I done? I don't want, like, that's what was I thinking. That's not what you need to do. And while I was thinking for maybe like almost a year that I have sacral authority, it worked for me. I can't, like, I remember only once when it didn't work for me. When I was listening to Abraham Hicks And I had this inspired idea that I need to start a blog for Russians about English, like teaching Russians English, teaching English to Russians on Instagram. And I was so excited and I was like, oh my God, that's it, the inspired idea. And I decided to act on it. And I was like so surprised that I actually don't like teaching English. I don't want to do that. But this inspired idea was so inspiring that I wrote like three or four posts. I came up with the handle. I edited a bunch of photos and I posted two or three posts and I planned one or two more for another time. And I was so excited and so happy and I was like, 
oh my God, I figured this life out. Everything is working amazing. And then I woke up the next morning and I just did not want to do that. I was like, what was I thinking? I don't like teaching English. I opened that blog and I was like, uh, I don't even want, like, people begin following and some even commented on the three posts that I made. I think there were three posts, not sure. I had the three or two. And I was like, no, I don't want to do this. What? Just leave me alone. <laughs> That's not what I want to do with my life. <laughs> and I tried for a week or two to create more posts and like I even posted something and then I was like no I don't want to do it and I deleted it like that blog existed for maybe a month in total but maybe less like two weeks and but that's like the only example I remember when I was like I don't get it it was an inspired idea I felt inspired I felt amazing I got that boost of creativity and productivity. Like I did a lot just based on that energy I received from this idea. And then like I realized the next day that it's not it. And like, what the hell was that? And now it makes sense when I know that it's because I have the emotional authority. But other than that, I still act on my inspired ideas. Well, no, actually, that's not true. I don't know. Ask me later. I sometimes do and sometimes don't. But like with my podcast, for example, uh, it took me some time to start my podcast. Which one I started first, Russian or English? I think English. I think this podcast was the first one that I started. And it took me some time. I felt inspired. And then I would go search for like the hosting platforms because I didn't know anything about podcasting. And then I would be like, oh, I'm tired of even thinking about it. And then like in maybe a week or two, this idea would come again. And I'd be like, ooh, I should start a podcast. And then I would start again Googling and, and doing some research. And then I would be like, oh, no, I don't want to. And then this idea would come again. And that's how I knew that like if this idea came back, multiple times it means that I meant to do that I really want to do that and this is the emotional authority I'm wondering could this thing be considered as one thing that I share in this episode or should I also talk about something else I'm planning on recording a book club episode I actually want to record two book club episodes should I do that all today? No, I think I will burn out. But I've read a book called Sexy Money by Genevieve Rackham, which was amazing, amazing, so amazing, so amazing. And I also read Amanda Francis's book called Richest Fuck, which was also so amazing. I love those two women. They are amazing. You should well, you shouldn't. I like you know that I don't like telling people what they should and shouldn't do. But those two women are so inspiring, so inspiring. They both money coaches, business coaches, and they both have Instagram. So, if you're interested, Genevieve Rackham and 
EXO Amanda Francis on Instagram. They are amazing. And I wrote, uh, what? And I read their books. This is why I need to speak English more, you know. And so I want to record two episodes. One about like three amazing ideas from Genevieve Rackham's book. And another one with three amazing ideas from Amanda Francis's book. So, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Hi guys, Dasha here. I'm recording this episode and by the time it will be published, I mean, by the time I'm editing it, the book club episode where I talk about Genevieve Rackham's book, Sexy Money, is already published. So, it's just that the first part of this episode, the one you're listening right now, was recorded before I recorded the Sexy Money episode. So, yeah, if you're interested, it's already published. It's the previous episode. Go listen. It's amazing. And also, I think I have something to share with you. And this is the quote that I heard. Like, it's not a direct quote, but the amazing idea that I heard on the Unapologetically Abundant podcast hosted by Petya Kulibova. And she's the one and only guest that I ever had on my podcast. I can't remember the number of the episode where I was talking to Petya Kolibova and she's just amazing and like I'm so proud. I will let you know actually since I now learned how to record a podcast in the GarageBand app on the background I can actually look things up on my phone and by the way I'm thinking about changing the picture the logo or what's it called the icon of my podcast so, you've been warned. I'll find it. Hold on. 11. It's episode 11. Your purpose is to be you with Petya Kolibova. It's a good one. You guys, go listen. I mean, not right now. Right now you're listening to this one. Wait. So, the amazing idea that I heard today was from that podcast. And um, she and her guest were joking about that when you start living from 5D instead of 3D, you are not going to grow out angel wings or a mermaid tail or something like that. And then her guest, Petya's guest said, like, how do you know you don't have it on some like other plane? You know, you can feel it. You can meditate on that and you can feel your angel wings and like you can imagine having them and you will feel feel them in your back, you know, on your back. And then she said something else and I wrote it down. You've been like at some point in like some other lifetime, you've been a father or a mother or a son, not even or, and you've been a father and a mother and a son, a boy, a girl, a dolphin, a mermaid, a fairy. There is nothing in this existence that you haven't already experienced. You just need to tap into it. And this is something that I also heard from Abraham Hicks. And I like this amazing, beautiful reminder. Uh, I remember I was once listening to, maybe not even once, maybe even more than once. I was listening to Abraham's workshop, like those pieces that we have in abundance on YouTube. And somebody, somebody, somebody. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. 
in the shop or stool in the shed. Somebody asked them or told them. I can't remember. There was a guy, I think, who was talking about his experience of like when he's aligned, when he's tuned in, tapped in, turned on. As Abraham puts it, he does something. Like either he becomes super creative or he speaks fluently on in some language like that he barely knows when he's not in alignment. I can't remember what it was, but it was a fun example. And Abraham said that, of course, like when you're aligned, you are tapped in the whole non-physical, which you came from which everyone came from, every genius, every chef, every musician, every amazing singer or actor or like everybody or scientist. And this is the non-physical that everybody is coming back to after they croak. And if you're not familiar with Abraham Hicks teachings, you're probably shocked by these terms and this topic. <laughs> Get used to it. Uh, they say that they are on purpose being so disrespectful of death <laughs> because this is like, uh, I remember I liked the metaphor that they used uh, of like when people die, what's happening is imagine, they said, imagine you're sitting in the cinema and one person stands up in the middle of the movie because he didn't enjoy it and he just leaves. And the rest of you who stayed in that cinema are crying about him and doing some rituals to let him go, you know. And this is how death experience looks like from this higher perspective. Like, it's just one movie. You will get back to the non-physical and then you will come back for another living experience because this is the leading edge this is where all the fun is and so yeah back to that workshop so abraham said that like since you all come from that non-physical pure positive energy that is everything the energy that creates a world and since you're coming back to it after you die when you're in alignment you can receive ideas from that from there and this is why you can be in connection with and receiving ideas from somebody who once, I don't know, became a multimillionaire, someone who built a successful business, somebody who is very good at learning languages, somebody who is amazing at cooking, you know? And like this quote from Petya Kolibova's podcast was such an amazing reminder of this, that you can channel this information when you're aligned. And this is one more amazing reason to get into alignment, to put your alignment first, because then you channel amazing ideas. And you can, I already told you, I think, about this practice that I heard from I can't remember who I heard it from, I think Viola Hogg, but Napoleon Hill in his book Think and Grow Rich also talked about this, this meditation, this visualization where you imagine sitting uh, at one table with people you admire, with people who are inspiring to you. And you ask them, you kind of have this business meeting with them where you ask them questions and they give you answers. 
And this is how your intuition works. This is how you actually channel the information in that state, in that in that meditative state. And uh, yeah, so this is a reminder for you that you can tap into it. You can actually channel what you want when you're in alignment. What are you dreaming to be? Who are you dreaming to be? What are you dreaming to have? Imagine being in this direct, unbreakable connection with the spirit, with this part of you or with this part of your higher self or with the angels or with the spirit of a person, like whoever, like however you want to look at it, however you want to explain it to yourself and however is digestible for you to look at it. Imagine being in connection with that and receiving guidance from them. And this is also part of you because it's part of your higher self. And your higher self is that pure positive energy, the non-physical, that energy that creates world. You have access to it. You have access to all the knowledge. This is so beautiful, you guys. Do you feel it? Okay, I need to finish this recording right now because, you know, I was going to record every day and like if every piece is going to be as long as this one, then it like we're in trouble because I will have to, I don't know, like it's going to be a very long podcast. But yeah, okay, see you later. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Friday today. So I was just listening to Abraham and it's funny how alignment works sometimes. I've been worrying about, like, I have this person in my life. And there are some changes happening in her life lately. The changes that she chose. But there are, like, big changes. And I've been worried about her. And at the same time, I was kind of, I could say, I wouldn't say avoid, I wouldn't, I wasn't avoiding those thoughts uh, and those, well, yeah, thoughts, but I felt like I was worried about her and I was telling myself that like, it's none of my business and I hope she knows what she's doing and like, no matter if it works or not, she will be facing contrast, which will help her to uh, get more clarity on what she wants in her life and like, I was trying not to entertain worrisome thoughts. And at the same time, I had this uh, feeling inside that I, I don't want to subscribe to drama. And I don't really want to, you know, to subscribe to her drama, even though like there is no drama in her life, really. But I was just worried about her. And it was such an old feeling of worry that I haven't felt in a while. And I didn't like it didn't feel good. And this is why I was like, no, I'm not even taking part in this. Like, everything's gonna be okay. And it's not really my business. I will be just sitting here and wishing her well. And like, I don't want to get into this. I don't want to even journal about this. Although like if that would have continued, um, am I using this right in a sentence? <laughs> uh, I would have to use my diary to sort this out. But today I was listening to Abraham just now and I just opened the first video I saw in my subscription list on YouTube. And 
like the first video and it was the the top video actually i was going to say the first video of abraham that i saw on that subscription list but it was actually the top video like the first video i saw and it was not on the topic at all i think i will i feel like i want to add it to the show notes the link to that video so i will and I received answers to this, to this situation with that person in my life. I'm not going to tell you exactly like what Abraham said. Abraham, Abraham. I just realized I was pronouncing it wrong. Abraham, not Abraham, right? So I'm not going to tell you what Abraham said, but I want to tell you like about my view on this now on this situation like if somebody ooh, i should probably write about it in russian if somebody would write to me right now and asked me like what to do i have a family member like a friend or like i don't know a significant other and there are major changes happening in their life and they are choosing those changes but i'm worried that it's not gonna work out that they're going to lose themselves you know that like it's not the divine guidance or something from this perspective that i've heard just from abraham that i got reminded of actually because i knew that i just needed a reminder so this is my reminder to you i guess i would say trust them First of all, because in your life, you are the main priority. You and your vibration and your well-being and the inspired action you feel led to from the place of well-being. And if that's how it works in your life, that's how it works in every other person's life. Them and their well-being and their desires and the inspired action they feel called to take from that inspiration, like from the place of well-being, is the main priority in their life. So step number one, remind yourself about this. They're doing what they're doing because they believe that they will feel better in the having of it. And there are no unsolvable situations. You cannot screw up your path, you know, screw up your life. I have a video about this, a podcast episode. Can't remember which one. Oh, do I? Remember how I wanted to add all my videos and make them into into a podcast? I think I should do that. I did it in Russian. I started a Russian podcast and I just uploaded all the videos there. And it was so satisfying <laughs> to see all my recordings all my videos being podcast turning into podcast this is just so delicious i should do that so step number one they cannot screw up their path they do what they do because they believe they will feel better they're trying their best they're doing their best and either it will work out perfectly or they will face contrast and it will help them gain clarity on what they want and the next step will be a better step. That's step one for you to realize that. And step two for you, hold the vision of that person turning out great, you know, having a great life, being confident and wise and clever and clear like as clear as you want them to be. Hold the 
perfect, most abundant, most healthy, most wealthy, most successful version of them in your vision, the version of them that you have in your vortex. And talk to that person, approach that person from this perspective. Oh my God, this is so powerful. Like I've heard this before and I think I've practiced it before. Yeah, I've practiced it when I was manifest, not like not when I was manifesting my husband, but when I already had him uh, as a boyfriend in my life and I was holding this version, this perfect version of him. Like when we had some challenges in our communication, you know, I did that and I forgot about it. I would ask myself, how do I want him to be? Like, who do I want him to be in this situation or in general, like successful and wise and, and that he knows what he's doing? That's actually so crucial for a relationship in general. Like, assume that he wants to understand you. Assume that he wants to build healthy relationship with you. Assume that he wants to adore you and cherish you and love you. And talk to him from this perspective, expecting him to get that. If he doesn't, he will let you know, like he will show it to you and you will realize that like the version of him in your vortex and the version of him in reality are too different and you don't want to like waste your time, fine. But it actually works the other way. Abraham also said that people either come up or fall down to your expectations So yeah, step number two, hold the vision of the perfect version of that person that you have in your vortex that you already wished for and approach that person in your life from that perspective, that they know what they're doing, that they're grounded, that they are in connection, in alignment with their vision and that they are powerful enough to, you know, turn their life around and you don't even have to worry about them. Feel it. Manifest that version of them. It's the same process of manifestation of qualities from this person, right? This is so powerful. They're capable. And there are probably people in your life too around whom you feel more capable and powerful, right? And there are people that, like, when you're around them, you want to hide and shut up and wait till your interaction is over. I have those people, like, I have both. I have people around which I feel amazing and powerful and capable. And I have people around which I feel like, let's get it over with. And, like, I, I want to go home. <laughs> And you are the same, like you can be the same for other people. And who do you choose to be? It's the same in coaching too. Like when a coach sees in you that version of you who is capable and powerful and amazing and knowing and clever and clear, you feel it and you like you grow faster when you're in their presence. They just give you that amazing boost. So, yeah, you can do that too. You can attract qualities from other people 
and it's of high service to you and to them. And this is my reminder for you today. Okay, bye. Hi, guys. So I'm wrapping this episode up today. Today's Saturday and I was testing the system and I think that if I decide to actually go with this idea, I need to record episodes not in the evening because neighbors are coming home, everybody's getting loud and my cat is being loud too. But yeah, I wanted to finish this episode and I think next one's If I'm going to continue doing this, record one little part every day, uh, they're going to be longer and I'm not going to be recording on a weekend because it's almost impossible to hide anywhere where it's quiet. But the things I want to share with you today, the ideas, beautiful ideas that I want to share with you today are, there are actually two. My cat came to give me a massage So if you're hearing purring, this is nice because it's like an ASMR, a little bit of ASMR for you. So um, the two ideas that I want to share with you, I just found on Instagram and they're so good. I was taking a bath and I read first quote from Abraham Hicks where they said, we want you to be on vacation mode no matter what you do. And the second one was this post from Genevieve Rackham. I can't remember what exactly she said, but the idea was that you need to not focus on lack, but on the deliciousness of your desire. And those two ideas made me want to just, you know, relax, put the phone down, which I almost never do when I take a bath because I get creative ideas flowing when I'm taking a bath. And I usually write posts or come up with some ideas for my future content. And this time, after I read those two posts, I wanted to just put the phone down and just be with myself, you know, imagine like I'm on vacation. It actually took me some time to imagine, (laughs) to remember maybe, not even remember. I was trying to first remember how it feels to be on vacation, taking a bath. I used to go on vacation with my family, with my parents and my sister. And when I tried to remember how I felt when I was taking bath, when uh, we were on vacation, I only remembered the energy of, oh, thank God I'm alone. (laughs) So that's not the energy I wanted to be in. And so then I decided to imagine instead being in a place where I really wanted to be and like taking a bath and I felt so relaxed and so yummy, you know, so good. And then there was the second idea from Genevieve Rackham where she said, play with your desires. Don't feel lack. Don't focus on the lack of that desire. Focus on the deliciousness of your desire. And this is what I did. I just thought of a few desires of mine and I just played them in my head And I imagined how awesome it would be to be there and to do that. And like it worked well, maybe because I first focused on feeling like I'm on vacation. Because I managed to actually 
stay out of this feeling of luck, stay away from luck, and actually just enjoy the feeling of the deliciousness of my desire. And it felt so good. And, you know, it's just such an amazing feeling. It, it uplifted me a lot. And this is what I want to share with you today. Try this practice. No matter what you do, I don't know, put it somewhere on the on your screen, on the screen of your phone, a reminder. I usually do wallpapers on Instagram. Like in this in the story editor, I find some beautiful picture on the internet in high quality. I add it to the Instagram editor, um, story editor, and then I add text there. I save the picture and I put it as a wallpaper on my phone. So yeah, maybe put it there, put it on your phone screen as a reminder to feel like you're on vacation no matter what you do. And try to tap into that feeling. And from that point, play with your desires. Because like when you're on vacation, you enjoy life. You let yourself relax. You let yourself dream a little and be slow and not in a hurry. And enjoy your time. Look around. Feel the feelings. Taste delicious food. You know, take it slow and take it easy. And... Dream, play with your desires, focus on the deliciousness of your desires. This is so good. Yeah. So, and this episode is going to end here. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you like this format. I actually do. We'll see how it goes and we'll see how the editing goes. And yeah, but I like it so far. And if you want to connect, if you want to send me a message, I'm on Instagram at Dasha Talks. It's my Russian Instagram account. The content there is in Russian. But if you want to send me a message, please do. I'd love to connect with you. I will respond. I speak English. And also, if you want to work with me, I am a self-love and the law of attraction coach. I'm an intuitive writer and a tarot reader. And the best way to work with me these days is my tarot reading slash coaching session session. They last up to three hours. And the first part of the session is a tarot reading. I'm an intuitive writer, like I said, and the cards help me focus. So this is what I love doing. We work with your questions and I receive information that is meant for you, especially for you. So we work with cards and I write and my sessions are usually in typing, in texting, you know, via messengers. And so in part one, I channel for you. I do a card reading. And in part two, I give you practices and we shift some beliefs, you know, and we just have a friendly, nice conversation where we help you shift things and work through things. And maybe I give you a different perspective on your situation from my point of view, you know, to back up that idea, to lead you to that truth that we received during channeling, to help you transform your life. So if you want to work with me, I really, really love those sessions. They are so amazing. I love how I put spirit first, you know, 
I don't just give advice, don't just listen to you and just tell you what I think about your situation. I let channeling come first because it sometimes happens that like today, for example, I had this session and when I heard about the situation of my client, I had an opinion about like what she could do and how could she approach her situation. But we did the card reading first and the cards told an absolutely different thing, you know. And what I wrote to her when I was channeling resonated with her so much. And then after that, I only gave her like my idea on how to help her to step into her power based on what we received during channeling. And this is what I love those sessions because I let the spirit guide me. I let the spiritual part lead me. Like I said in some of my previous episodes, I've read it in my human design or in my gene keys. There was this beautiful phrase, allow your mind or knowledge, allow your knowledge serve your intuition. And this is what I do and this is what I'm good at. And so, yeah, if you feel called to work with me, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Dasha Talks. And thank you for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on the platform you're listening to my podcast at. Did I butcher it again? Well, you know what I mean. I would really appreciate your support. Have a lovely rest of your day. Kisses. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something useful. If you did, please leave a review and rate my podcast. And I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Bye.